Ethical Local Market is curated with Canadian small businesses either ethically sourced globally or locally. Products range from clothing, jewellery, personal care and various gifting items. We are sharing this beautiful, prestigious space in downtown Toronto near the beaches. We are located at 1628 Queen Street East. Ama local Gamme de produits allant de vêtements, de bijoux, de soins personnels et divers articles de cadeaux. Nous partageons ce bel espace dans le quartier prestige du centre-ville de Toronto, près de plage, situé au 1628 Los productos van desde ropa, joyería, cuidado personal y varios artículos del regalo. Estamos compartiendo este hermoso espacio en el lugar prestigio del centro de Toronto, cerca de la playa. Ubicado en 1628 Queen Street East. Camsia, ven en ven a ver. You are listening to Estices for Jango and Zekini, multilingual fan on CKT 90.3 FM. You are listening to Estices for Jango and Zekini, Thank you. 
meio da lavoura Foi procurar outra esquina Deu de cara com a esperança Do amor dessa menina Ou da menina Pois é desse meu amor Que queres para trocar O andar de cama em cama Braço em braço do meu lar delicious and joyful morning to you beautiful souls you are listening to is Stasis Kuchanda Vuzekutia Multilingual Affair here on CKUT 90.3 FM with Takis your reggae fusion artiste lady who wears many wraps and colorful ones at that ah we are in the age of aquora and as such we seek liberation truth and justice we will no longer remain blinded neither by religion or by the system we are wiser now i uh, would love to have our 100th anniversary so yes people 100 episodes is what we're celebrating today for the radio show and podcasts and i would like to use and take this moment to work on African history and how it correlates with why we are repressed as people and religion and all the extra fuckery that goes along with trying to keep the melanated down. All right? Um, yeah, pues eso. <laughs> Una deliciosa y alegre mañana para vosotros, belas almas. Estamos en la era de Acuora y como tal, buscamos la liberación, la verdad y la justicia. Ya no estaremos cegados por la religión o por el sistema. Estamos más sabios y tengo cosas a decir en el sentido que vamos a celebrar estos 100 episodios para hablar más del tema de la historia africana y la relación entre la religión y cómo la gente nos trata mal por eso, ¿sabes? Hola, bonjour a todos, una matinée delicieuse y joyeuse a vous, belles âmes. On est a l'air de Aquora y en tant que tel, on recherche la liberación, la verité y la justice. On sera plus aveugle, ni par la religión, ni par le système. On est plus sage. J'ai des choses à dire parce qu'on va avoir comme le sujet brûlant plus l'histoire africaine et les liaisons entre la religion, le, le, la politesse, toutes choses comme ça qui permettent les gens pour détruire les gens africains et aussi c'est juste la mentalité que les gens ont eu pour détruire et pour ça alors, on célèbre les 100 épisodes de la radio et podcast. Music to fill your soul and to warm your heart. La musique pour remplir votre âme et réchauffer vos cœurs. La musique pour rayonner ton âme et calmer ton corazón. Here on a multilingual affair, on a don't know the thing set, and on a don't know the thing thing. On Amma! Você 
saiu da lavoura Foi procurar outra esquina Deu de cara com a esperança Do amor dessa menina Ou da menina Pois é desse meu amor Que queres para trocar O andar de cama em cama Braço em braço do meu lar E gemeu do seu gemer E beijou do seu beijar e a linda Odalina já amava só de amar Por prazer calou seu choro Ao jumento falou seu grito Ai que eu aqui não morro Ai que eu aqui não fico Ai que eu aqui não morro Ai que eu aqui não fico
And now everything soak up water, sponge. Of course, it's Jamaican proverbs. And now everything soak up water, sponge. So not everything that soaks up water is a sponge. In other words, don't take things at face value when making a decision as not everything is as it appears. C'est pas tout ce qui absorbe l'eau qui est une éponge. Alors, prenez pas les choses au pied de la lettre lorsque vous prenez une décision, car tout n'est pas tel qu'il apparaît. No todo lo que absorbe agua es una esponja. No tomes las cosas al pie de la letra cuando tomes una decisión porque no todo es lo que parece. And that was our inspirational, inspirational words, words. words. Lemoine Speron. Le 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 Le
Las palabras
So we all started off with Zen in and on to that Banda Reflexu Alphabetu de Negu Gente de Fona featuring Oguere Boya Especular Wisin Yandel El Booty Zaki Ibrahim Heartbeat Beat Child and the Slackadelics The Only Difference featuring Justin Nathuka Sabrina Carpenter Almost Love uh, Son Goddess UK you listen to for the inspirational words and all that and we got so much more for you so much more um coming up just to just, focus just, on just, the african, african history, history and its correlations
kwanja manoti ni kuonge ya thamani ama niwe fundo kuigiza kakanumba masanja joti usiwe mbali nami maigalia ni junao uwe nami nobody can show you love Usiwamini, ukisha wapa wana kwenda Kwa sijilegezi, ni kubebe mbongoni Nika ni kudekezi, ni kutunze kama mboni Wakija wapotezi, ifanye kama uwaoni Kisha uniongezi, ulivofunza unyagoni Oh baby, asadansi ni kone Uwabamijo, ululu femi Asacheza ni kone Uwabami yo Basicheza na mi Mwyongo mwaro paini Nchungu kiruziwa Same mara sabini Uo mzungu siachalewa Kependa chunga machini Kwenye ufungu pareniwa Kumbate paritini Kwenye tundo kamanjiwa Uyo wangu mio makuti usini jena kibiriti Asawe Benzi likagia ukachuki nyumba ikawa kibiti Asawe Nipatye vya kita nani nipepaka kwenye kiti Asawe Ile sininge shetani na wikaja kukuchiti Koba sijilegezi ni kumepe mgongoni Kita nani nikolezi kwa mune wa kingoni Kisha nipembeleze Kirutisha utotoni Weka mate niteleze Kama nyoka pangoni Oh baby Asata sikitoko Oh banwecho Ululufeni Oh baby Asacheza nipone Uwabamijo Basicheza na mimi Nataka kucheza chura na ingayungu simama Asa onyeshe Unacheza Unataka majia kisima na mwoga kututama Embu onyeshe Unachotaja Unataka kupigia deki Wima umesimama Embu tonyeshe Unapigia je Si unataka nyapuru tebo Samona unajibana Embu tonyeshe Unalinga it seems as though everywhere Africans or Afro-descended people are, no matter the geographical location, they've experienced some form of oppression, discrimination, or prejudice. This has been going on for quite some time. Some scholars have attempted to figure out why this is the case, and some have come up with some interesting explanations. From my studies, it seems as though Africans and their descendants across the globe, historically, have been viewed as some sort of threat. And so today, I wanted to talk about some of the potential reasons as to why this may be the case. What up African world, it's Home Team here and welcome back to another video of African history, culture, and worldview. By supporting this channel on Patreon, you're helping in the creation of these videos and supporting this content. If you'd like access to full courses and sources, or you simply want to show your support, you may do so by clicking the Patreon link in the description box below. 
To begin, this video should be taken lightly because this will just be my personal opinion on the topic based on my own analysis of world history. Ultimately, there is no conclusive answer to this question as we can't get into the minds of non-Africans. All I can do is highlight some patterns and draw some conjectural conclusions. Also, this video is not intended to be some sort of plea for empathy or acceptance from outside of the African diaspora. It's simply intended to be considered as a working model, showing how history evolved into what it is today as it concerns our current social, political, and economic condition as Afro-descended people. I really appreciated the perspectives you all gave in my last video, and so I'm hoping that we can do the same. So let's begin. Despite questions concerning the reliability of Greek scholars and historians like Diodorus Siculus and Herodotus, their work highlights a very important narrative that did exist in ancient times. Whether their words about Africa were true or not, they expose what the common discourse was in ancient times amongst elites, an ancient commentary that influenced later periods. Some of the ancient narratives suggest the belief or at least the consideration that Africans were the first people and also that they were among the first civilized. Now the Ethiopians, as historians relate, were the first of all men, and the proofs of this statement they say are manifest, for that they did not come into their land as immigrants from abroad but were natives of it, and so justly bear the name of Autochthons, is, they maintain, conceded by practically all men. Furthermore, that those who dwell beneath the noonday sun were, in all likelihood, the first to be generated by the earth is clear to all, since inasmuch as it was the warmth of the sun which, at the generation of the universe, dried up the earth when it was still wet and impregnated it with life, it is reasonable to suppose that the region which was nearest the sun was the first to bring forth living creatures. I find it fascinating that a Greek scholar came to a similar conclusion as we did concerning the origin of humans, placing them on the African continent. Echoes of this narrative survived into more modern times. One of the most popular Orientalists known today as the general title Middle Eastern Studies was a man named Constantine de Volney of the 18th century. Here's what he has to say. We have the strongest reasons to believe that the country neighboring to the tropic Sudan and southern Egypt was the cradle of the sciences and of consequence that the first learned nation was a nation of blacks, for it is incontrovertible that by the term Ethiopians, the ancients meant to represent a people of black complexion, thick lips, and woolly hair. Despite what our perspective is today, people in ancient times and even some of the earliest observers concluded that humanity's oldest civilizations and people were Africans. It's important to note that this perspective was only recently challenged. I think if we use this ancient perspective and the perspective proposed by Devolne, we can certainly see the beginning stages of how African people came to be viewed as a threat, because the implications of being the oldest human people possessing the oldest civilizations is obvious. The second reason why African people may have been viewed as a threat plays on the previous ancient model, because of the narrative advanced by ancient writers and their modern contemporaries, a primordial fear of genetic annihilation inevitably developed. 
So the thought process could possibly be the following. If these Africans are the oldest humans who possibly spread throughout the planet, then humanity can easily go back to its original African mold. Even though it may sound odd, this was a thread of thought in the psychology of the one drop rule which pretty much stated that if anyone had one drop of African blood, then they have corrupted the non-African blood and therefore should be considered black or negro. It seems clear that this idea was developed to identify African ancestry in whatever color or phenotype it came in. This identification would then lead to oppressing that individual, keeping them in the same denigrated state as other black people so that they would not have to compete economically, socially, politically, and especially genetically. However, this idea of genetic annihilation was not present amongst all European ethnic groups. In Latin America, for example, the Spanish and the Portuguese seem to have children with their enslaved African women and even claim them, creating a new class and ethnicity. These individuals, for the most part, had privilege and access to the goods and services the society could offer. This also seems to be true amongst the Arabs to a degree. The Arab slave trade was just as brutal and dehumanizing as the Atlantic slave trade and they certainly had children with enslaved African women. Some of these children navigated the world as an Arab because they adopted the identity and the culture of their Arab father in full. Some of the Moors reflected this reality of Arab and African parentage, but again, identifying in full with a non-African father. But at the same time, many Arabs perpetuated the culture of eunuchs among their enslaved Africans, seemingly to rid themselves of that genetic threat. So there does seem to be some duality there. All in all, the idea of Africans posing a genetic threat did not apply to all, but was unique to some non-African groups with imperial power. Our final threat seems to come from the fact that the African continent holds so many resources, and these resources ultimately translate into wealth. It's no secret that many modern day nations want to control the resources coming out of Africa, and they do a good job at it. This was certainly true in ancient and medieval times. I think the Arabs were well aware of this when they first encountered the Ghana and Mali empires. Muslim writers spoke about what they heard from the merchants who traveled to Ghana and its adjacent civilizations. It is no exaggeration to say that the Arabs were very impressed with the wealth of the Ghana empire. The first writer to mention the Ghana empire was an astronomer named Al-Fazari shortly after the year 800 AD. He referred to the Ghana Empire literally as the land of gold. A century later, Ibn Hakel described the king of Ghana as the richest sovereign on earth, for he possesses great wealth and reserves of gold that have been extracted since early times to the advantage of former kings and his own. Ibn Hakel also writes in his description of Sijomasa concerning its trade across the Sahara and with Ghana. I saw a bill in Adugas certifying a debt owed to one of them of the people of Sidramasa by one of the traders of Adugas who was himself of the people of Sidramasa and the sum of 42,000 dinars. I have never seen or heard anything comparable to this story in the East. I told it in Al-Iraq in Fars and in Khorasan and everywhere it was regarded as a novelty. As Sheikh Antejop says, Africa was so distinguished in the world for its legendary wealth 
that it led the Arabs to say, against the camel's manj use tar, and against poverty make a trip to the Sudan. This speaks volumes as to how Africa was perceived. Everyone who knew about its wealth wanted a piece of it. As we can see, the Arabs encouraged it, making a proverb out of it. And Manza Musa's visit to Cairo, displaying his vast wealth and power, certainly oohed and awed, but it simply gave more reason to heighten fears of a black planet, if you will. Because everyone knew that access to wealth and resources consolidates and increases power, period. And whoever owns it, controls it. And it's clear that Africans were deemed as the owners, first from the Arab perspective and later the European. This was indeed a fatal combination for Africans who were seemingly more interested in other forms of capital rather than world domination. And so, this history paints an interesting picture of why Africans and their descendants may be viewed as a threat. The early narrative of Africans being the first humans, the limited yet ever-present idea of genetic annihilation, and finally, the perceived advantage of immediate access to wealth and resources made Africans a threat to their neighbors, the Arabs and the Europeans, both of which took action as soon as they could. I believe this is why there was so much pushback against pan-African movements and economic powerhouses like Black Wall Street and others, because if people of African descent all across the globe can consolidate a unified identity, they can then become owners again. Anyway guys, like I mentioned before, this is just my own personal analysis of world history. I really hope some will be willing to share their thoughts and add or take away from the ideas presented. As mentioned before, I'm hoping this can be used as a sort of model for us in the diaspora so that we can understand our world a little better, bring about less confusion, and be able to process why we see the things that we do. Well, I'm all out, guys. If you like these videos and want to help in its continued production, consider supporting the home team on Patreon.com. The link is in the description box below. Know thyself. Remember your ancestors. Peace. Why Africans were historically viewed as a threat, which is coming from the home team history.
the time we've got, folks. That's all the time we've got. C'est fini, là. C'est fini. Just, just que le, le, la prochaine. <laughs> um, yeah, se acabó. Hasta el próximo jueves o lo que sea con el podcast. Um, thank you all once again for being a part of my craziness and uh, my enlightenment. I think it's great for you because I won't bullshit you because I love you. Um, my final words once again to you is to be kind to yourself so that you don't allow others to be unkind to you. Soyez gentil avec vous-même pour ne pas laisser les autres être méchants avec vous. Et c'est amable contigo mismo para que no permitas que los demás sean malos contigo. Thank you. Thank you. Muchas, gracias. Muchas Off without religion. Uh, religion is not supposed to help humanity. Let's just get rid of it all the way. Um, I, I summarily yeah, summarized. Yes. Oh, I've said it even stronger, more strongly than that. Uh, <laughs> there, are, there are moments when um, I feel that there are enough uh, what I call organic problems in human society, you know, and the human indi individual. Issues of psychological makeup, uh, issues, concrete issues like uh, feeding millions, etc. Uh, enough nature disasters which numbers and then we overcome them. It's just enough problems without religion adding to them. And uh, the others, there's nothing much you can do about. But religion at least can be controlled. It can be placed under check. Unfortunately, it's It's made, it, it, it's just become uh, uh, a, giant, uh, a giant obstacle, an instrument of oppression. I've seen places where re religion actually destroys the mind. I mean, everybody has seen it, though they may not put it down to religion. They might put it down to uh, social alienation, psychological warp, but then how did the human psychology get warped in the first place? And uh, I have watched brilliant people who've been just captured by religion and uh, given up the potential of themselves as individuals, including their potential contribution to society, saying, ah, they've been so brainwashed, so indoctrinated, that they feel that even human, I'm looking at extremes now, that, that even achievement, they feel it's a sin. I mean, we said, brilliant young people they said, ah, no, I realize that all this, uh, what they call my talent and my brilliance, etc., etc., is all put there by Satan so that I will abandon God. It's, it's as crude as that. And it is that same kind of mentality that animates the murderous extremists that we encounter today the Boko Haramis, the Al Shabaab, Al Qaeda. Uh, Taliban, etc., etc. In some cases, yes, ge motivated genuinely by wanting to elevate the human being. But most of the time, they are fixated outside actuality and they feel it is all right to destroy living humanity completely to pave the way 
for, for other in, eternal uh, residents in the afterlife, or else the arrival of one Messiah or the other in the world. And I think those people are sick, you know, such people who, who think that it's okay to destroy humanity because of their vision of eternity. I think they're sick, and humanity must take a really strong stand. Now, that is not to uh, deny the contributions of religion to the world. In the whole other life, there was this boy that I knew. He made me feel like a woman. We were young and silly fools. Anyway, he was in the band. Roll up songs about me. I wasn't crazy about the words, but the melodies were sweet. When someone like do 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 Every time we go dancing, I see his straying eyes. Gave him too many chances, pushed my keys too many times. Anyway, he started acting up, and I'll be on my way to leave. But I stopped in my tracks when I heard this melody. Anyway, like do 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 do
tease, teaser, teasem, tizam, tizon, tease, www.teasnatural.com, teasnatural.com, teasnatural.com, www.teasnatural.com, teasnatural.com, 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 teas